A sacrifice, as I said earlier, is an incredibly simple concept. Hold off now for a better future. But it's difficult because we don't use it properly. We allow it to dull. We let it wither and decay. We let it go. We leave it as some esoteric concept to be used once every so often when in fact sacrifice should be a daily practice. average CEO reads 60 books per year, and many attribute their success to this habit of constant learning. This is the difference between those who actualize and those who fail. This automization of their learning, this 1% better every day. On the MentorBox podcast, we're making it easy for you to build and maintain that same habit, the same type of constant lifelong learning as those CEOs, simply by listening to this podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen and tune in for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and every Friday. And if you want to dig deeper into what our incredible guests teach, make sure to go to mentorbox.com and become a member today. Hello and welcome to this edition of MentorBox. I'm your host, Jonathan Kendall, and today I'll be teaching you the fundamental ingredient to all success. But first, I want you to do something for me. First, I want you to close your eyes, if it's safe. Go into your mind's eye of the future and answer this question as clearly as possible. What do I want for my life? What is a perfect day for me? What is a perfect moment? Where do I live? Who am I with? What is my job? Do I have a job? What's my house look like? How many kids do I have? What's my body look like? What do I eat? How fast am I? How strong? How much money do I have? I know that's a lot of questions, but this type of visioneering is absolutely essential for you to be able to understand the power of sacrifice. In fact, If you're sitting at home or have the opportunity, this is so important that I want you to get out a pen and paper and write it down. Your ultimate future, your best day ever, your best week, the greatest, most optimized version of yourself. Who is she? Who is he? Write it down in as much detail as possible. Use as many words as necessary and don't be shy. If the answer is a billion, don't lie to yourself. If the answer is a house in London and the Bahamas, Write down both. If your foundation actually cures cancer, then stake your claim in that soil, all right? Great. So I'll give you a moment to pause if you have time, or if not, you're welcome to listen on for the theory, but I encourage you to come back full circle after this first lesson and do the necessary homework to change your life for the better. And by the way, I'll give you a quick test. If you're not willing to do this simple exercise, if you're not willing to write down where you want to be for yourself and for your future, then you are not going to get where you want to be. One, because you won't have a target to walk towards. And two, because if you can't sacrifice these 10 minutes, well, then you've filtered yourself out of the race before you have even started. So anyways, write it down. I promise it will make all the difference. For me, I've done this so many times, at least once a year, and it always changes. And it should, by the way. You should always be evolving. If you evolve yourself, so too will your goals. 
what you thought was so important in your 20s, now laughable in your 30s, and all that inconsequential compared to the wisdom of old age. And on and on the story goes. But no matter. We keep articulating ourselves to ourselves, forgiving our past selves along the way. Here's mine from this year. It's a bit personal, yes, but vulnerability is power, right? So here we go. I, Jonathan Kendall, will be kind, generous, full of energy, and youthful vitality. I will run every day, ever faster and stronger along the way. I will have the monetary wealth to provide for myself and for those who need help. I will speak at large events all over the world, inspiring the generation of thought leaders and business owners to move the needle of the planet ethically forward, giving them the strategic and mindset tools necessary for them to optimize their performance. I will spend time with my family every day, either virtually virtually or in person, I will travel the world with an inner circle of smart, dedicated, profound humans who challenge and help shape me every single day. I will often eat decadent chocolate and world-class cheeses slowly and gratefully. I will read challenging books and listen to important podcasts. I will laugh and cry, be thankful, stay clean, hopeful, and humble, ever challenging myself to improve no matter my monetary station in life. Or you know, something like that. (laughs) Yours may be different, maybe a little more specific, and that's okay. The details are the details. Less important because, well, because as we said earlier, because they'll necessarily change. But at least now you have something to aim for, a prophecy to self-fulfill, eh? A destiny to help manifest, a future to walk towards, a flag out off in the horizon. Though then, why all this? I thought we were talking about sacrifice. Well, yes, we are. But sacrifice, as I'm sure you can imagine, requires a what for. Without this why, sacrifice is an empty sound. Hence, the previous thought experiment. Because listen, here's the thing about sacrifice. It's actually quite simple. It is doing something in the present that is less than absolutely momentarily and hedonistically ideal to bet on a potentially superior future and exchange now for then, the present for the coming. As an example, you may want to be able to climb a mountain one day. You feel like that is on your bucket list of experiences you desire. But to do it, you have to sacrifice by waking up probably before you absolutely want to and running the stairs. You may need to acclimatize yourself by taking weekend trips to the nearest high altitude hike. And that hike, albeit beautiful, is obviously not the end goal. Maybe that morning it would be much more pleasant to take a cab or brunch and down a few mimosas with friends. But that won't get you to where you want to be, will it? Or maybe your goal is that your future self is 100 pounds lighter, or you can lift 100 pounds more in your bench press, or has $100,000 in the bank, or you're a millionaire. The answer here, as usual, is that to get there, you'll need to sacrifice whatever is the present distraction to achieve the eventual result, which takes a bit of mental gymnastics to do appropriately, yes, but it is not impossible. Basically, here's what you must do. You have to be able to imagine the vision of your future in an instant. You must be able to bring it up from the bowels of your subconscious at a moment's notice, like a picture, clear as day, present, right in front of you. And here's why. Because if you can't, you will not be able to overcome whatever momentary desire beckons. Because I promise you, there will always be a more immediate, easier answer. Always. 
which is why you must be prepared with your potential future waiting in the wings, which in the real world looks something like this. Depending upon the specific goal that you're trying to work towards, depending upon the specific potential aspect of your future, you will necessarily create a plan to walk towards it. For example, let's say your future self is a triathlete-level athlete, someone who is strong, healthy, fit, and by the way, a quite attractive version of yourself. Not bad, right? Triathlon or not, you have a physical fitness goal. I'm sure we all do. So then once you have that potential future written out in detail, you can then backtrack from then to where you are now. Then you create a bit of a plan. What will this require of me? What will I have to do day in and day out? Well, you'll have to control your alcohol consumption, will you not? Or how about that sugar? Definitely less sugar, less soda. Shouldn't eat pizza as much probably, am I right? How many times a day should you go to the gym or work out? Should you walk or should you take a car? Or how about that pastry? Maybe an apple instead? Salad or sandwich? Take the stairs or the elevator? The truth is that the answers to these questions are absolutely easy. It does not take a PhD nutritionist or an Olympic level athletic trainer to answer these questions for you. They are obvious. And yet, we usually choose unwisely. But why? Well, it's kind of obvious, is it not? Because we're not willing to sacrifice now for later. But this is an oversimplification, and here's why. Because in fact, most of the time, we are not even making a conscious choice. We are magnetically, unthinkingly, zombie-like in our actions. We're not choosing the pastry over our health because we're not choosing. And I know. This is going to seem a little crazy, but I want you to imagine it like this. Imagine if every time you were about to eat that morning pastry, a magic button popped up in front of you. And every time you pushed that button, you felt the rush of adrenaline that comes with finishing a triathlon. Or have you ever looked in the mirror and felt truly profoundly proud of yourself? Have you ever reached the top of the hill before? How did that feel? It feels amazing, does it not? It feels like you're walking on air. A rush comes up from your gut like nothing you've ever felt before. Ah, you think, this is what it feels like to be alive. That feeling, that intensity. Imagine if instead of eating that pastry, you pushed that button and bam, instantaneously, you're transported to that future heightened state. Would you choose the pastry or the ecstasy of optimized accomplishment. You would choose the accomplishment button every single time, and here's why. Because you can always eat another pastry. Every single morning, forever and ever, there will be morning bagels. There will forever exist another brownie sundae. And look, I'm not saying never have a brownie sundae, but what I am saying is that you should, every time, know what you're doing. Make a choice. See the button in your third eye. Bring it up to your present consciousness. Acknowledge that you are choosing present hedonism against your optimal future. And if you do, if you go through this mental exercise, I promise you, you will choose a future almost every single time because you now know it's worth it, because you can feel it, because you know you deserve it, that you can get there and that your family and the entire world even deserves your best self. A very short version of the whole lesson is the following. What would your ideal self do? If you choose rightly every single time in order to become the best version of yourself, what would that person do? When would they wake up? 
What would they do in the morning? What would they eat? How would they act at work? Would they be quick to anger or forgiveness? Would they succumb to the pleasantries of the darkness of the night? Or would they sacrifice for our collective future? Because here's the thing. A sacrifice, as I said earlier, is an incredibly simple concept. Hold off now for a better future. But it's difficult because we don't use it properly. We allow it to dull. We let it wither and decay. We let it go. We leave it as some esoteric concept to be used once every so often when, in fact, sacrifice should be a daily practice. So here it is. Step one, imagine your future self. What does that person do? What do they have? What do they impart? How do they act? Then step two, in every single situation of your life, get out of your own momentary ego. Rise above and ask yourself this question. What would my ideal self do? See that button. Manifest a future reality into your present reality. See it, smell it, taste it, touch it. And then step three, choose your better self. And the more often you do this, the more often you remind yourself of the choices you're always making, the more often you will sacrifice. And the more often you sacrifice, the sooner you will become who you and the world deserve. I hope you're looking forward to it because I sure as hell am. Cheers. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the MentorBox podcast. If you want to learn more about what our authors as well as all of our authors teach, make sure to sign up at MentorBox.com. And if you like the MentorBox podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review in Apple Podcasts as that helps us get discovered by more people who will enjoy and be helped by what we do over here at MentorBox. Also, if you think of anyone who would enjoy or be helped by what we do here at MentorBox, be sure to let them know. We do what we do at MentorBox to try to make the world a better place through the incredible education our authors bring. And we can only do that through your help. So please help us spread the word. Again, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next MentorBox podcast.